Hello and welcome to the Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Perkovich, and this is episode number 583. Releasing on digital this January 24 is Welcome to the Darkness, a documentary that chronicles the comeback of British rockers The Darkness over a decade after their multi-platinum success during the early 2000s. An intimate and entertaining delve into the aftermath of obtaining rock star status and the personal and professional consequences of living life on the edge, Welcome to the Darkness is a must-watch for Darkness fan and novice alike. And joining me now is the director of Welcome to the Darkness, Mr. Simon Emmett. Simon, how are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I was just saying to you before we started about I've watched a ton of rock and metal kind of documentaries and Welcome to the Darkness has to be my favourite that I've seen so far. And one of the big reasons is, is I love the intimacy of the documentary. Other docs tend, tend to really go a little overboard and blowing out the, the bells and whistles, animations here and that, and they don't put trust into the, the, the people themselves that they're documenting. You don't need to do, you know, all the bells and whistles with the guys from the darkness because you, these guys are characters within their own. They're telling their story in a way they tell it is just so remarkable. When it came to diving into how you wanted to tell this story, did you knew from the beginning that this is all about the guys and the guys only, that you weren't going to be adding any flourishes to that kind of stuff? Or does that kind of stuff kind of comes afterwards in post and in how you kind of cut it together and how you want to present it? I think it was always, when when I first met them um, and we first spoke about the idea, um, for me, you know, they're such, they're such an interesting bunch of guys. They're so, um, they've kind of got... Um, an incredible presence and charisma and and you know i i like the band um i obviously have memories of them kind of almost taking over the world um a few years back and they were impossible to ignore but for me mm. why I, I found the people uh really compelling and i i felt very early on that it was a character study uh more than a film about the band um i, I wouldn't have been qualified to make that the latter film it wouldn't have been right for me to make that kind of film about them um, I, I I always kind of felt from very early on that it was a film about the guys who happens to be in the band as opposed to the other way around. From what I read, you met Dan and Justin briefly. I think it was like at a party or something years and years ago. And at that time when you guys are hanging out, you kind of brought up the idea more like in a jokey way. Hey, I should make a documentary with guys. And I kind of just snowballed into what, we, what people are going to be seeing very soon. I'm curious though, when it came to delve into a documentary about that band at that, that point in their career, um, were you interested in what they were becoming as people and as a band, or were you interested in chronicling kind of what they were before? How, what type of approach were you kind of uh, going into regarding the evolution of, of the band and these people? Um, I, I had a very open mind to it at that stage. I, I actually, um, I find the kind of concept of fame and everything that goes around it quite, quite kind of fascinating. It's something that I've always, you know, I work a lot, of, you know, I'm primarily a photographer and I've worked with a lot of kind of uh, known faces around. It's always interested me how people have this kind of relationship with with fame and, and it's never it's never that straightforward. Um, and, for the, and for these guys, they kind of had this incredible meteoric rise um, and this, this kind of window of huge success and everything else that goes with it. And so I was interested to understand... Um, you know, firstly, what that's like on the inside. And secondly, if, you, if you've if you done it once, and why would you want to do it again? You know, and I think that that was for me the, the, the main question at the start. Um, and that got answered on many levels going forward, because I think in the end, what, what became clear to me was 
um, that that really the second time around they they are just enjoying it so much. You know, that this time it's kind of it's that old adage of you know they say if you if you if you kind of do what you love, you won't work a day in your life. You know, I think they work so hard and it, and it's quite a kind of grueling job they do and uh, you know a lot of the time but but they love it and uh, and I think that comes across so for me it was more that it was more about understanding what why you know especially after the first time the maths movie reviews podcast is brought to you by Fandango get the latest showtimes guarantee tickets browse Rotten Tomatoes scores and watch trailers with Fandango the number one movie ticketing app the Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast is brought to you by Tee Public. Tee Public is the world's largest marketplace for independent creators to sell their work on the highest quality merchandise. With over 1.2 million designs, Tee Public is sure to have something you will love. The Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast is brought to you by Gift Card Store. Australia's leading provider of gift cards. Gift Card Store offers a variety of prepaid MasterCard and Visa cards in physical or e-card format. You can even design your own card as the ultimate personalized gift. With Gift Card Store, you can gift the gift you know they will love. Please support Matt's movie reviews on Patreon. Get access to exclusive content, request movie reviews and top 10 lists, and help support my work. Please click on the Patreon link in the description below. Well, what I always found in regards to to rock bands, hard rock bands, is the cyclical nature of the industry in regards to fame with that genre. There's been so many bands that kind of like hit these modern platinum success, and then like the next album will come out and wouldn't do well, and I have to go back to work in the bars and in smaller venues and such. The same thing happened with the Darkness; I had to come back and. We see in your documentary that they're like, you know, they're doing small gigs on the boats, they're working in a bar and such. But what's really great about it is that this kind of humbling experience that they're going through, they meet it with the same spirit and the same sense of humor uh, and the same kind of attitude they would if they were playing Wembley in front of like thousands and thousands of people. They're still there, they're still doing the gig, they're still there to cater to the audience and entertain. And I think it says something about their character, not only as musicians, but as people that even though you know, at that moment, they weren't, you know, rocking to hundreds of thousands of people like they did before. They were going to do a put do a put together a great gig no no matter. They, they, weren't, they weren't going to let keep, keep them down, I'm sure, as someone who's been around different people and seen different um, degrees of fame. They would have been quite the, uh, quite the experience to see that humility didn't really deter their, their spirits in any way. That That's a, re- that's a really accurate um, assessment because the first time, me and the crew saw them live was in the pub in Ireland. Um, and it, it was, it was completely, it was, it was just incredible. You know, that they, they play every single gig they do. There is a hundred percent goes into everything. And um, there's no judgment. There's no ego, not certainly not in that aspect that they, they are absolutely focused and, you know, they do, they do everything, everything they can to make every single gig they do as good as possible um and i thought that was a really inspiring that very early on became really inspiring for me that was really compelling to kind of follow these guys who just it didn't matter what they were doing a pub a boat a a holiday camp it it just didn't matter it was it was the same every time just absolutely everything went into it 
and um, and I and I think that there's a lot to be said for that. You know, there's a lot to be said for for that kind of uh, that kind of work ethic, the graft, the dedication, especially on a, a you know you call it a comeback, but ultimately you know that they that it's that kind of laser focus they they had during that period because they certainly I I was lucky enough to catch them in that period where, in fairness to them, you know that there was a kind of few years where they were kind of you know on the path back. You know, certainly if I started filming them now. There's nothing to film. They're doing fantastically well again, and you know, yeah. and good luck to them. They deserve it. Um, the thing that really stands out for me in regards to the band is their sense of humor. If Monty Python were to make a cock rock band, I think they'd come close to looking like the Darkness. Not only really in the in the way that they approach the music and the in the the exuberance of the delivery, but also in the lyrical content as well. There are scenes in the movie where the guys are doing some backing tracks in it, and they just had to burst out laughing because they're singing about like shitting gold bricks. You know, it's it's it's, cool. it's phenomenal, but it's it's great as well. I imagine having that type of sense of humor, considering the the tragic circumstances that come across the band, um, addiction, cancer diagnosis, etc. That's something that's great as well, I think, because I think people, you know, they, they say it in their movie, you know, you only live once, so don't take it, you know, take it seriously, but not too seriously. Have fun with it. Um, as uh, as Dan would say in one of his pre, uh, pre-concert kind of like speeches, bust out your biggest moves up there and give it all you've got. You know, I think that's a really great life philosophy for, for, life philosophy for people to have. You've got to bust out your big moves every day because you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Yeah, I mean, and in that in that in that respect, you've kind of said it. That's that's kind of um, that that's they, they take that everywhere they go. That's that's their kind of mentality, and the humor's there all the time, even when it's hard, even when even when they're struggling, or you know, it's a grueling schedule. Um, you know that that's that's there all the time. I, I think that's the magic uh, component. I don't think there would have been a film if these guys were dead. You know, too serious, and you know, just. Put a mask on on stage, be a different persona, come off stage and be someone else. With these guys, they're just what they are, you know. And um, and, I, and I hope it shows because I think that's that's one of the inspiring things. Having been around the darkness for such a long time with this movie, and this movie is very much a labor of love. When this started off, you guys had hardly any type of financing. You some, you guys were relying on, you know, the the army, uh, the the darkness army, and you're relying on, uh, you know, different degrees of like um, uh, financing to come from different places. So this was like a labor of love for you. When you're following them around and you're seeing them do all their different gigs and such, is there a gig? Is there a a, a place? Is there a night that really kind of stands out for you? Do I, that you really thought that the band was incredibly on fire and just gelled so well on stage and with the audience um, that you said you know this is like almost like a what a rock god personification of rock god looks like when you as you're watching it. Um, I, I well, I, I actually think the two extremes for me. Um, were the pub, uh, believe it or not, and, and I think Hammersmith. They sold out Hammersmith, um, and um, they were immense that night. And I know that's a live album now, and um, that you know. But but again, you know, I can draw the kind. I can I can use those two as examples, and they're quite extreme, you know, opposites in terms of scale. And I think that again gives you an idea of um, there's a different quality. To seeing them in a big stage with a huge crowd, and and um, that that's got that more kind of rock god kind of feeling to it. But there's a sort of intimacy to seeing them in a pub um, on a on a kind of stage made out of chipboard and you know a few wooden mm. blocks, and 
Um, there's, it, it's equally uh, inspiring, but in a different way. Uh, so I think those two those two stick out to me as the kind of iconic uh, live moments for me personally. So for everyone out there listening, January 24, welcome to the darkness. I really recommend everyone check out this documentary. Um, take it, take it from me, who's seen like all the rocket documentaries. This is one of my my favorites. I got to say, and Simon Ebert, it's testament to you and your filmmaking skills that this this documentary number one got made because you know it was it's a this is a long time coming. You guys, you were the guys since like like 2017, 20, 2016, and number two uh, looks and feels the way it does. So congratulations to you, and um, yeah, I hope more people watch this. I know it's had a really good release um in other territories around the world, and and the people of Australia are going to watch it and they're going to love it as well because we love the dark down here and uh i'm sure welcome to the dark this is going to be a must watch so thank you for your time and for your documentary as well it's much appreciated thank you thanks for your kind words thank you